2: Hello, this is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts. Except Walmart. Never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection.
0: Dunk. The dunk. <laughs> How validating was that for
3: you? Well, I have a long history with the dunk. For those who know about Botchmania or any of these stories, I, the, people just look it up. Cody Rhodes, the dunk. I had one of the worst matches of all time in this arena. So tonight to have a successful outing, to to be able to feel the people, to hear this is awesome, to just just be out there in, in that moment, and the fact that this was WrestleMania Backlash. This could have been where I fall off. This could have been where the honeymoon phase was over. It it, it truly could have been. And I think there's some people here, especially some of the wrestlers in various locker rooms who maybe don't want this to keep going. But it's going to keep going. I have a specific goal that we literally talked about. Like this is unfinished business for me and I just, oh, I have to get it done. Now, I'll be honest, I'm not incredibly stoked about a roll-up victory and having to grab his tights because he grabbed Hey, it seemed like you may have stole a page from Sephiroth's hey. book. well. to steal a page from the American Dream before they loved me, I was as bad as they come. I totally know how to play this game. Totally. And he, turnabout's fair play. Uh, I didn't get caught. Uh, he half-assed it and was able to secure the victory and that's what this is about. I said it at the end, I did the generic symbol for I want the belt, I want the title, because it's real, that's what I want. And uh, to be able to get two on him, I think we can walk away on this one. I really think Seth's an amazing, amazing superstar wrestler. I absolutely do. I cannot wait to see what he's done next. He's been to the top of the mountain. He's kicked my face in. Just beat me half to death, but not actually beat me. So what he does now, good luck. Absolutely good luck. I'm moving forward. I'm moving on. I'm very excited to see what that is. Uh, Maybe the WWE fans, the WWE Universe, pro wrestling fans, whatever we're saying, maybe they can tell me. But I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome match, congratulations. Are we gonna fist bump? Of course. There it is, we there did you. it. That's the day we did it. I'm gonna Spare get out. out. Oh yeah, uh, get, it. oh, <laughs> one more thing, one more thing. It's Mother's Day. So I forgot to call mom. Happy Mother's Day, mom. My wife, of course I call her. But happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I love the moms, I'm here for the mom.
0: <laughs> Drew McIntyre sending stuff flying. My pencil's gone. You haven't taken a note since you worked here. And now Drew McIntyre. We expected chaos, panic, and disorder. And McIntyre going to deliver. And now from behind, Jimmy Uso. Glasgow Kiss. Helping his cousin Reigns. And Reigns now. well and here we go exchanging blows middle of the ring Not too many men can stand toe to toe with the tribal chief and live to tell the tale but mcintyre doing just that Reigns with a knee to the midsection mcintyre to the corner explodes out hard through again a scottish warrior and a great throw by mcintyre Reigns sent halfway across the ring mcintyre neck breaker and cousins to the rescue, neckbreaker, and a kip up by the big man. This is looking like Friday Night All Over Again. Now Mad Cat Moss picking up speed, Jeez. and there's that explosiveness you talked about earlier. Shot out of a cannon, Mad Cat Moss rolling, stalking. And now the intensity's picked up as well as Moss tackles Corbin outside the ring. Unlike the previous match, there are countouts in this match tonight. Oh, as Corbin is driven into the post. More, go, go, go. from Madcap Moss. Now, they got to be uh, cognizant of the official who's at a count of six now. Even though Moss is fired up, he's got to get Corbin back in the ring, and he does. Thumbs up all around Rhode Island for Madcap. Moss driving his shoulders into the midsection of Corbin. They're wearing suspenders. E right to the mouth. There, that the suspender line. Oh, and look at Moss catching Corbin and a fall away slam. Oh. I mean, Charlotte's body destroyed those kind of Look at sticks. Look at the one stick. Oh, wait a minute! Charlotte now just with the camera off the shoulder of the cameraman! And tossed it at Charlotte! And Charlotte's like, I gotta get away from this woman! Out into the WWE Universe! Ronda and Charlotte! And Charlotte trying to cover up, and Ronda Rousey lefts and rights to Charlotte! Now the knees to the midsection! Rousey doing what she does best! Charlotte trying to fight back and now trying to retreat. Sold out here tonight. Providence, Rhode Island. WrestleMania Backlash. Who is he? I want to find out. just grew even stronger. Styles and Edge. We thought AJ Styles would back down. You are very much mistaken. Emotionally fused. AJ Styles wanting to tear Edge apart. Edge said he wanted the Pitbull. AJ Styles, he wanted AJ Styles at his best. He might be regretting that now. Remember, this started as a matchup that AJ Styles just wanted to compete against Edge, who he respected. AJ Styles never anticipated the sinister turn this conflict would take. the outside. Oh! Styles just launching Edge into the barricade here at ringside. And the veteran Styles, knowing the rule book, breaks the officials' count. Look out. Oh! Face first into the table. Oh! Lashley able to get both boots up just in time. And again, throwing oh. hammer fists right between the eyes of Omos. Forming oh. back with whatever offense is available. Oh, Robbie Lashley bringing it to Omos. No fear of staying right in the pocket and slugging away. And I don't know if this is Lashley's strategy, but it's smart if he's trying to drag the big man into the deep oh. water. Oh. Trying to exhaust Omos. Listen, Lashley, I don't know if this is smart. I don't know if this is even possible. It's not possible. Robbie Lashley looking to hoist up the 400 plus pound frame of Amos. Oh, it's a one one shot. One big, heavy right hand from Omos. Rollins strikes down low. Rhodes with the recovery. Cody up and over Rollins in the corner. Power slam connects. Now again, Rollins favoring the lower back. Beautiful clothesline over the top from Cody Rhodes. That's sent to the outside. The wheels are spinning in the mind of the American nightmare. Cody Rhodes picking up speed, taking flight. Oh, nobody home. Strategy still in the mind of Seth Frickin' Rollins one step ahead. Cody was able to mitigate the impact of his own landing, but here comes Rollins. Oh, Rollins got caught by Rhodes. Does, does, oh, oh! Cody Cutter! That could be it! Shoulders down!
4: One! Two! Oh, oh! Just... Yeah. This is really my night. Gonna take it right now. Yeah, I'm feeling like a Mack truck going downhill. The people on the sidelines screaming slow down. But you can't kill my vibe. I'm a head case and I'm leading the parade. Riding up the maniacs, I'm out to play. Once you get a taste, do you never be the same. Bring just alive. My- Misfits And all the people on your shit list And now we're blowing you a big kiss Cause we not need you now I'm a little thorn hanging out of your side You're digging me a grave cause they wish I just died Tell me to a ghost, I'm flying too high And you can't kill my vibe like a mack truck going downhill All the people on the sidelines screaming slow down but you can't kill my vibe Three, two, one
5: hello everyone and welcome to the pwc wrestlemania backlash review show i'm your host jimmy t and my co-host it's been a long time you have heard him here and there but officially you haven't been on the show for over a year probably turtles timbo slice i mean i can go on and on we can call you tim whatever you want you here, man. man welcome back to the pwc bro it's been a long time coming
6: yeah it's been a minute there jimmy i think the last thing we actually officially officially did was the uh mount rushmore episode like a year ago or so with homeboy or whatever yeah it's been a while like i pop onto this every once in a while here and there but you know
5: well, you too. But technically, that, that was a PWR show, and, and other times, yeah, you're, you're always around, don't get me wrong. But we actually haven't done a proper show in easily about a year, bro.
6: Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. It's
5: the, OGs. <laughs> the old Rational Rage crew, bro. Remember those yeah. days? Fuck. Boy, yeah, I mean, different. you're trying
6: to muddle through fucking alien conspiracies and stuff like that, fuck, year and a half, two years ago, whatever it was.
5: Oh my god, people would fucking blow their minds if they only knew. <laughs> it's like, hey, but that were fun times, man. That was a learning curve. But we're here now, man. And, uh, dude, I'm not gonna lie, Backlash was pretty decent.
6: Yeah. I was, uh, totally not stoked on watching it. And then upon watching it, because. I do the uh, the pick 'em challenge on the Hameen Media Discussion Group, so if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't have watched it. And then I watched it, and it just it was a great fucking show.
5: It was, man. And the thing is, like, a shoutouts to to our boy Chris. That's ABS, and that's AMs with the L, just quietly. But uh, as you probably know, Tuttles, he's very anti WWE. He refuses to watch it. He watched Raw last week because he had to, and believe me, he regretted it. He actually (laughs) regretted it. But he doesn't understand sometimes. Like I feel, and this is what I say about WWE lately. WWE like to do quality over quality, whereas AW Shaw is probably the more consistent show overall, right? Like just on a weekly basis, like Dynamite, Rampage, and whatnot. Yeah, but it's more good than quality if that makes any sense so they're consistently pretty good but wb has quality over quality if that makes any sense
6: well it's quality it's the right people it's the right production it's just the right show like it's just bright it's there it's poppy it's uh, you know it's it's watchable like some stuff on ew you're watching is it, it's just <sighs> I don't know. I find watching some AEW stuff worse than watching my local wrestling on my local cable channel.
5: <laughs> I'm afraid I agree, bro. I mean, as much as I enjoy watching it, but it's becoming more of a fucking shit fest every week. But that's for another show. And, you know, I'm sure we've already touched on that with the skirmish just a little bit earlier. But, dude, we start with a banger of a match, and that is between Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. I was surprised, man, that this match started off. And boy, was is, was this match hard to live up to after this match was over? This was a great back-and-forth sort of match. Cody ends up getting the win. Sure, there was a lot of false finishes, but they weren't too bad, in my opinion, because it wasn't like they'd done a, a, a what do you call it, a crossroads uh, and then a fucking curb stomp, you know, and then, you know, one, two, and then kick out. you know, One, two, and kick out. It was more like the pedigrees, you know what I mean, Cody cutters, those type of moves. It wasn't like they Actual finishes, so I don't understand why people were having a hoorah about that, but nonetheless, I felt this is easily match of the fucking material, bro. Uh,
6: from everything I've seen everywhere where that I've seen stuff, and it's been a lot, uh, I can I can agree with that. And me, usually, false finishes they don't usually trick me like some people you could see in the grandstands, people like, oh, every false finish, but it's just right. like, yeah, okay, okay, you just take it as part of the match these days, but. That match there, there was actually, like, two falsies that sort of got me off the edge of my seat. Like, fuck, really?
5: <laughs> right. I know, Me too, man. I was on the edge of my seat. I mean, I did pick fucking Cody to win the match. I mean, it was kind of obvious. And they did go a bit too crazy when it comes to the damn pyro. Let's be honest. Cody pyro is on a freaking whole different level.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's in his contract.
5: <laughs> oh my god, man. It's almost like they they're doing it they're doing it on purpose now just to fucking like, you know, wink at the IWC like, see we know, we know, you know. It's good shit, pal.
6: Here's a question because you know? I didn't pay much attention to AEW except for pay-per-views and stuff. Like in WWE, right. he's coming out kissing and giving away that belt every week like that workout belt. Was that something yeah, that he yeah, carried yeah. over from AEW or
5: Absolutely, that was. He was doing that every week as well, dude. Same old deal with his little fucking nightmare belt, you know, his nightmare gimme. Except in AEW, they were starting to throw it back, dude. Like, do you remember the Cena fucking moment, like back at uh, One Night Stand in 2006? Mm hmm. When Cena against RVD and he threw his shirt into the crowd and the crowd just threw it straight back. Well, they were doing that to Cody, bro, towards the end. Really? Really, bro? Except in wow. WWE, he's the biggest hero, bro. He, he he can't go wrong. He can't do wrong. He's absolutely Jesus over at WWE. I mean, he's got all his pyro. He's being so, like, obnoxious. But for whatever reason, it works in WWE, and I can dig it in WWE. I mean, I hate to say it to the AEW Tards, but Cody's finally
6: home. <laughs> he seems like he's in the right place where he's supposed to be at this particular moment in time.
5: I agree. I mean, you can't go wrong. Nonetheless, like we're saying, man, this match was just absolutely off the hook. It wouldn't su- look, man. I'll be honest. Since Cody's jumped over to WWE again, he's automatically made WWE a must-watch sort of show, man. I hate to say it, but it's fucking true.
6: Well, see, when I knew he was coming over, I was just so bummed about it. I was like, I do not want this dude over here. But as soon right. as he he got there. He had me at WrestleMania, okay? I'll just I'll go with that. He he got me at WrestleMania, and I can say fully right now that I, I'm fully standing behind Cody Rhodes to like get some form of a title on him so he can wear that jacket properly that's already pre-cut to be wearing a, a belt.
5: <laughs> Jesus, I know, man. And you know what, what, what drives me nuts, though? They call it like the AEW Cody has jumped over from WWE. He had this exact gimmick long before AEW, just quietly, including the entrance theme, including what he wears. He was doing this shit in Ring of Honor and New Japan long before AEW was a thing. So I'm just putting it did out you. there for everyone saying AEW Cody.
6: Did you happen to check out the uh, Broken Skull sessions after the uh, pay per view with Stone Cold? I,
5: I actually did. I was actually very much anticipating it, man. And uh, at first, look, it was a slow start. I was just talking about his career. You know, from, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's the crew called again with Randy Orton and Ted DiBiase? Legacy. You know, going through all that time, and then he's dashing fucking times and shit like that. And then eventually we got to the juicy bits with AEW. I mean, he essentially felt like he wasn't in control anymore with his own destiny, man.
6: Hmm. Oh, absolutely.
5: You know what I mean? Absolutely. He felt like the gatekeeper of AEW. Like, this put every... He essentially said, I'm sick of putting kids over. That's basically <laughs> what he said. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Like, that's what he fucking said. I'm sick of putting people over. It was time for me to do Cody. That's what he was saying, except he wasn't saying it in those words.
6: Well, basically, I believe what he said was something along the lines of, uh, I finally feel like I'm going on my own gut instinct.
5: Yeah, I mean, time. look, it, it's definitely... Uh, what's the word it's um it's it's definitely meant to be bro like I just felt like him being in WB just feels it feels like it feels right you know what I mean but it's just amazing that he went from getting booted out of the building in AW even though we were calling this shit months before it actually happened on our shows right but then he comes to WB and he's a fucking god you know what I mean yeah, It's just instantly. crazy bro instantly Instantly. like he could take over absolutely.
6: roman reigns spot right now and nobody would would uh bat an eyelash
5: absolutely i agree 100 man but in saying that i'll definitely give this match a five-star rating i mean it's just that good
6: yeah no for sure yeah me as well i, I really enjoyed it it was uh for me the match of the night for sure it could have carried as the, the the main event easily 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 this is the main event
5: absolutely absolutely like i said man it was just a beautiful match it was poetry in motion like they say man so absolutely
6: yeah and, fluid. And it was fluid it, it it worked there wasn't no like okay he's coming over here's that two second pause fucking then he hits some kind of thing it was like no, no, when he was doing all. shit he would do his shit seth would receive it properly seth would do shit cody would receive it properly it was almost as good as like a bret hart Shawn michaels match
5: <laughs> oh, as crazy as that fucking sounds right i mean just be honest man in terms of in-ring fucking work you can't you can't dispute it right i mean there'd, there'd be people out there saying you motherfuckers don't know shit no man you don't know shit just look at the way them the match told the story right i mean yep. he ends up winning by pulling it on the tights for example right so you know we got the shakes but if of if code. seth
6: if if seth didn't pull on his tights first. He couldn't have pulled on Seth's tights. You right. know what I, I mean? mean? That's what the
5: story. That's what the story will be. Obviously, no doubt about yeah. it. But uh, yeah, doesn't matter. He fucking clawed his way. I mean, just be honest. Cody was absolutely
6: getting receiving a lot of fucking potatoes from Seth, bro. I mean, look at him. He was oh, yeah. battered, bro. <laughs> yeah, when he left, uh both of his arms had like blood spots coming to the surface, and then oh, there was. Man. uh that probably about an 18 inch long i don't even know where it came from across his back yeah where did that come from it's a good 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 point i mean that's what i was
5: wondering too but nevertheless he looked fucked up
6: yeah yeah there was definitely it was a good match and they're pretty physical too but
5: yeah no, no doubt man but let's move on to match number two instead if we could talk about cody mania like for the whole show no <laughs> doubt about it but Absolutely. yeah let's move to match number two which is between Omos and Bobby Lashley. Now, I'm going to say this, man. It was obvious that Omos would have gotten the win, but I'm going to say Lashley gave Omos his best fucking match so far in WWE. Do you agree?
6: I agree 100%. That was almost his best match I've ever seen him in. And you Absolutely. don't realize how big the dude is until he's on his knees and Bobby Lashley standing beside him. And Omos on That's his crazy. knees was as tall as lashley was standing on his feet it's fucked up bro it is that match up. made almost imagine, look the man. biggest that he's ever looked ever in his you history what of wwe him,
5: and what makes him so great right i mean he's sure he's still green as fuck. don't get me wrong but for a guy his size he's well proportioned too bro he's not lanky like he's he's actually perfectly proportioned for a dude that tall which is fucking rare bro
6: Oh, absolutely. Like he doesn't look like he's got spaghetti arms or nothing. Like he's he's wow. like Shaq, you know, like Shaq just is he's a big tall dude and he's full like he's full on big dude, right? Almost absolutely. is like the same thing. Like he's like a full on big dude.
5: Oh man, he's he can be something, man, but they should use him more of a special as a special attraction. But you know, he seems to be on TV every week. If it was up to me though, Tuttles, I would have fucking this is what does my head in though, man. They could make this Storyline or this angle into almost NWO esque. And hear me out when I say that, right? Could imagine oh, yeah, this instead sure. of them two, instead of them two facing off with each other, they just turn around and say, you know what, fuck you, motherfuckers, we're not going to fight each other. You know what I mean? And then the hurt business restarts again with Omos Lashley, fuck, fuck, what's his name, Swole's fucking husband. I wouldn't, I, I'm, I'm not fucking fuss about Shelton Benjamin because he's he's an old school vet. You know what I mean? But, Do you like, recall the them, uh,
6: the thing the other day when Shelton Benjamin was trying to get back into the Hurt Business and stuff?
5: Oh, that was Cedric Alexander. I think that was doing Oh, sorry, that.
6: sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, which is so to...
5: fucking sad.
6: Yeah. Like, yeah, that was absolutely. sad, bro.
5: Like, straight up sad. But the thing is, I would have loved for them just to turn around and said, fuck everybody. We're still the Hurt Business. You know, they swerve everybody. You know, it would have just gotten so much heat, bro. But cheers at the same time but he could have generated a lot of heat and they just run riot across the WWE as the hurt business. Right. But instead, oh, yeah. instead, they waste their time into a fucking meaning, meaningless fucking feud, really. And to be fair, not only does Omos need an MVP by his side, but Lashley in terms of his promos kind of does too.
6: You know, something weird about Lashley, I think when he, I don't know if you've noticed or whatever, or paid that much attention. He got that concussion a few months back, and he sort of still got this like glazed look in his eyes ever since I that know. concussion. I don't know. See, I don't I know if they're just trying work, to play yeah. off of it, or you think it's a work?
5: Yeah, I think yeah, I've always thought it was a work because he didn't want to lose the title at fucking in Saudi Arabia to Brock Lesnar, dude. That quick, I'm telling you, bro. And the only reason why I say that is because if you watch these Broken Skull Ranch interview with Stone Cold and Lashley, did you did you catch that at all? yep do you remember when he said on on the show he actually says if he doesn't agree with the fucking, with the finish he won't do it he'll flat out refuse it until they can yeah. come up with a way that is acceptable for him to take the fucking fall and i and, thought and, he pulled out one of those cards
6: that's a good possibility and, and talking to stone cold about that actually because of how stone cold was they respected each other's opinions on that Absolutely, so.
5: Stone Cold was the same dude. He took his ball and went home, bro. Remember that? Yep. So I'm just saying, yeah, don't sure. be surprised, because come on, dude. They they say it was a concussion, but then it was really he tore his bicep. There's nothing wrong with his bicep. Otherwise, you think you think he would have came back that quick? No fucking chance, bro. <laughs> yeah,
6: I don't give yeah. a fuck. Kind of like what's his face There, the guy that ripped his calf muscle off at of WrestleMania. We haven't heard of nothing about him ever since then.
5: <laughs> oh, God damn it, man. But do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah. hundred percent. Anyway, nevertheless, I gets the win over fucking um, over Lashley. Thanks to MVP. And it is what it is. You know what I mean? It was, but like I said, it was the best almost match I've seen so far in WB. No doubt. Well, about in case, in, in case opinion.
6: people didn't actually watch the pay per view, they're listening to this. Uh, Lashley was in the corner. MVP hit him in the neck with uh, his cane. He flipped over, right, almost yeah. gave him a move, and he pinned him one, two, three in the middle of the ring. So
5: that's exactly how it went down. I was just trying to rush through it, really. You know what I mean? Instead of going blow for blow. But yep. yeah, you're right. Spot on. I actually appreciate that. If you want, you can you can help me out with those spots, man. That way we can complement each other really good like that.
6: But if I remember,
5: <laughs> if you remember but we move on to match number three between aj styles and sledge or should i say edge and again (sighs) pretty predictable match great match though i mean it was a lot better than people give it credit for i think you know there's a lot of people that shat on this match but i thought it was all right like still no match compares so far to match number one though
6: no no definitely not match number one was the night match of the night for me for sure I always have a hard time complimenting anything with Edge because I really, really fucking do not like Edge.
2: Really? Why is yeah.
6: that? <sighs> I mean, I don't want to get into Just it on a this show. Canadian? I'm a fellow oh, Canadian, yes. On. But I'll I'll tell the little bit of the story. One of my best friends growing up's Please. name was Dan was Dan Copeland. Oh. And he had a cousin named Adam. And no, we were all camping at this. Campground, and he was a few years older than me, and he acted like a total douchebag. So, the Adam yeah. Copeland,
5: ah, uh, well, yeah, that's that's, fucking, that's huge, bro. That's I didn't know that story, man. Wow, you yeah. well, fuck you, Edge, you fucking prick, <laughs> like straight <laughs> up. Plus, I didn't Jesus like Christ. all the
6: bullshit he he caused, you know, between Lita and Hardy and shit like that later on in life too. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Definitely take the whole cheating partners rat, and man. stuff personally, and it, that's just a dirtbag thing to do. And <clears throat> even though no, it wasn't me personally, personally person. I got a I got a tendency of holding a grudge for a long time. <laughs> but yeah. I'm kind of liking where they're going though with this whole new little group that they're building rhea ripley's a definite good adder oh, there to you it, are there you sure. are
5: sorry title say that again man because i didn't catch a word you said then bro
6: i said uh i'm i'm kind of liking this new group that they are building though and i do believe that rhea ripley's a good adder to it for sure
5: absolutely i mean back to the match for a moment edge does make aj styles pass out uh, yeah, and, and yeah, you're right. I mean, we do get Finn Balor coming out to ringside for nothing, really. And uh, Rhea Ripley comes and uh, pretty much causes the, the Edge win. And this was obvious. The only thing I've got a problem with, with this judgment group, judgment day group, is how fucking piss poor the thought process was for a name, dude.
6: Like, really? Judgment day? Like, come on. Well, wasn't there a, D- a, D- a WWE pay-per-view called Judgment Day at one point?
5: Right, and that's probably why they used it, because I already owned the IP for it. You know what I'm saying?
6: Is it possibly going to be building up to another Judgment, uh, another pay-per-view, and that like uh, their little crew's going to be against like uh, uh, AJ Styles' Finn Balor crew, and that's like the main event kind of thing or something, you know? could be some predictive yeah, I stuff. See that. That's with a good idea.
5: That's, that's a good idea. But is Judgment Day is Judgment Day is still even a pay per view. And it hasn't been because um... the thing is, we already know what pay per views are coming up next. And I'm like for the rest of the year. And I don't think Judgment Day is, is one of them. So unless they do a Judgment Day raw, I mean, it would make sense to do that though, right? I mean, I agree. Maybe Hell in the Cell will be that pay per view.
6: Yeah. Hell in the Cell Judgment Day. You know, right? That kind of thing could work too, right?
5: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I would have been happy, dude, if they even just called it the Brood again, bro.
6: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Like, fuck, they could even brought back Gangrel just as like their manager or something. You know, because he's still floating around, isn't
5: he? He, he is actually. He very much still does the indie thing, man.
6: Yeah. So, like, what would be wrong with that? Give the guy a good paycheck, for fuck's sakes. He's clean living <laughs> these days. He's not doing what he used to do. And, you know, give him a fucking chance. They let everybody else back. Why not gangrel?
5: Why not? Fucking as long as he doesn't have fucking gangrene. I mean, I'm sure it's all good.
6: <laughs>
5: you know I, mean? I just had to say it. <laughs> He's out lucky. There, but... <laughs> Very lucky. But anyway, speaking of lucky... <laughs> Let's move on to match number four between Ronda Rousey, who he was, up, he was the challenger, up against Char-Char, Charlotte Flair for your women's SmackDown Championship. Dude, this was a good match. I liked it, man. It was probably the second best match of the night for me.
6: Yeah, I would never put down match between those two. Those two, can they can fucking stir it up for sure. I was just disappointed I mean, we didn't have any more uh, nipple slips this time, but they, <sighs> I believe they were, they were extra careful after WrestleMania, unfortunately.
5: <laughs> wow, fuck. I mean, a titty always fucking coming out. It is always a thing apparently now in WWE. But uh, anyway, <laughs> this like I said, this was a physical match. I mean, Ronda Rousey legitly broke Charlotte Flair's arm, dude, with that fucking, with that armbar. I mean, that would look deadly, bro. Like seriously, so he- that was pretty brutal.
6: So is her arm legit broken now?
5: Apparently it's legitly broken. But I'm not gonna fucking say it as a fact till maybe later on. Until tomorrow, maybe. I need to look into it more just to be a hundred percent certain.
6: But it looked, I heard it looked legit though. I, I heard something about Charlotte Flair wanting a break off because she's gonna be going to get married and going away for a trip and a honeymoon and stuff like that. To so they're using that. yeah, so they were using that as the easy out for her to go for a little while, but uh, I really hope it's not you know too badly broken if it is because I
5: wonder, I, I wonder speaking of broken. I wonder how they communicate. you'd be like, Hola, mommy, come here, Shasha. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like seriously.
6: How
5: <laughs> you know the fuck? You got a full blown fucking redneck female from fucking from the south and a full on fucking orale, amigo. You know what I mean? And he can't speak English yeah. for shit, let's be honest. I mean, how would they fucking <laughs> communicate? You'll sit on my lap and we communicate like that. <laughs> oh, it's, orale. You know, the- <laughs>
6: The communication of love. <laughs>
5: <laughs> the communication of love. That sounds like a show, bro. I like it. That even sounds Absolutely. like a fucking segment, like a segment, <laughs> like a, you know, like news TV and shit.
6: Yep. It's it's
5: the segment of love, or it's the segment of mi amor,
6: <laughs> mi amore. <laughs> <laughs> That's amore. <laughs>
5: <laughs> or just call it that. That's amore. Now he's Italian instead. Yeah. Yeah, there but, you go. But anyway. Well, fucking congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Fucking Alidalo. <laughs> I'm just saying. But uh yeah, I think you're right, man. But uh it, it did look pretty bad, but I don't know, man. We'll see. Nevertheless, it was probably my second favorite match of the night, even though the main event was great, but we'll get to that. But we well, do I'm get not- a weird matchup, sorry
6: i'm glad to see the, the strap on ronda rousey because this time around in the wwe it's a whole different time than her last time around in the wwe
5: oh uh, it's night and day tuttles
6: night and day night and day And know uh, i'm, I'm actually enjoying this round for sure
5: well the problem i've got with ronda rousey on her second run is just first of all she looks like she doesn't even want to be there bro initially right second first of all she's forgotten how like to promo. Yeah. She forgot how to cut promos, dude. Compared to her first run, her first run was fucking brilliant, bro. How the fuck did she – like, what went wrong here? Why has she forgotten how to cut a promo suddenly? She almost looks well, like she doesn't want to be there. Do
6: you want to know the problem is that she's still breastfeeding, so when she's cutting a promo, somebody yells in the crowd over her, her nipples start leaking, so she's got to, like, wrap oh. it up. <laughs>
5: Damn, bro. <laughs> First fucking capes and now fucking <laughs> of... nipple leakage. Ni- nipple leakage, bro. What the fuck? Nippy. Hey, mommy. Anyway, enough of the nippies. But uh, yeah. But like I was saying, fucking Ronda Rousey, man. It's night and day, two different rondas. She did look ecstatic this time winning the SmackDown Women's Championship, so hopefully. Not only does this give her a little bit of momentum, but even more importantly, a bit of
6: confidence. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. I, yeah, I'm well, liking the smile this time around. That's what I'm liking. As, as long as she doesn't
5: do fucking Shawn Michaels bro and say fucking she lost her smile. I mean, jeez.
6: <laughs> I'm just saying.
5: <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I can fucking so see that shit, bro. Seriously, I really can. <laughs> I had to but anyway, let's move on to the next matchup between madcap Moss and happy fucking Corbin so far I've been five out of five bro because I' even fucking picked happy Corbin to beat madcap I mean sorry I picked madcap Moss to beat happy Corbin it was a battle of fucking happiness bro I didn't know who fucking walked yep. the way happier but it was definitely it was definitely madcap Moss.
6: I think I picked. I uh, put three points on that one for Madcap to win. I'm pretty sure that's what my pick was on that one.
5: Uh, I would have put two points. Two point in Francois. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, look, uh, you know what, man? I was not never a big fan of Madcap fucking Happy Moss in NXT. But you know what, man? The more I've been watching him on SmackDown and shit, I think this guy can fucking work, bro. I actually love his worked punches. I think he's one of the best in the company, believe it or not, when it comes to his worked punches and just the way he works in the ring.
6: I like the dude because he looks like a professional wrestler to me. What, my, my stereotype of a pro wrestler. And when he took that move from McIntyre at uh, what pay-per-view was that? A couple of pay-per-views. He landed around his head. It was Saudi Arabia.
5: Should- in Saudi Arabia.
6: Yeah, like he should have broke his fucking Blood neck, money. and he just bounced back up and kept fucking going. Like he's one strong, well built, fucking tough motherfucker. Because he took he's a worse bump there underrated. than yeah, like he took a worse bump there than Big E did uh, outside of the ring when he broke his neck. And he...
5: oh, that was bad too, though, bro. It's yeah, bad. and to be fair, Big E's a real big dude around from the neck down, sort of thing, man. So all that weight. And just the yeah. way, he, what's his name through him um you know from butch's fucking crew sheamus's crew whatever
6: yeah, yeah that man. that <laughs> looks, looks like fat ggp
5: <laughs> fat ggp oh no shit, that's a fucking ggp what the is going on man i actually spoke to ggp a few days ago bro oh, oh yeah actually funny enough yeah funny enough you know kevin panetta he went to a, a Legends convention and fucking GGP was actually there. And he walked up to him and said, hey, man, I'm, I'm Sexy Tom Kevin Panetta, you know, Jimmy T's boy from the PwC. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, that's why you, you do seem familiar, right? And then I was talking to him. He's like, oh, yeah, man. Because I, I heard my boy came up to you. guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just funny shit, man. But I'm actually due to interview fucking GGP in the next week or so again it's been a while i haven't done an interview yeah. in a while to be honest
6: yeah it's been a couple years and a lot of controversy afterwards
5: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah maybe we'll fucking, uh flame those flames during that interview oh. yeah no that was that was funny i almost forgot about that actually titles
6: <laughs> yeah he uh he posted a little video on facebook the other day he was leaving the ring and he put his hand out to give a kid, like, a low five. The kid went to give oh, him low yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pulled his hand away. <laughs> that was awesome, bro. That's yeah, heat right there, Yeah, that was right fucking there, great. Absolutely. That's heat 101. Absolutely. And
5: I'm not just saying that because he's our boy, man. That's just heat, bro. That's how you get fucking heat. Fuck the kid, man.
6: <laughs> oh, I, I mean? yeah, for sure. I just wish I could get him local to me to come and watch him up here and stuff. Because there's this one dude, oh, Tyler Turva, And I think that they, they would... Just be able to fucking throw down like perfectly together, but we'll see what happens.
5: Well, put it this way, dude, man, he's willing to come everywhere, including Australia, wherever. If you can, all you need to do is just go to your local fucking indie promotion and demand Greek god Papa Dom be wrestling all the marked HUDs for whatever fucking indie promotion around the world. And I'm looking at you, PCW and fucking uh, MCW, Melbourne City Wrestling. Bring in fucking GGP.
6: Well, my locals we bring up. in uh bin Hameen, and we have Cody Deaner and Tyler Turva and Congo Kong, you know.
5: Yeah, Canada and loves bin, bro.
6: Yeah, ben's great. Definitely, definitely Ben's great.
5: And and I hope he's feeling better, bro, because he's still getting over the COVID, man. He's had it for over a week. He's pretty fucked up, but he still works his ass off, still does shows, still edits shit. I mean, he's the Ayatollah for a reason. That's what you call leading by example. So, shout-outs to Bin Hamin.
6: Yeah, he's a man's man, for sure.
5: Ab- absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Anywho, <laughs> let's move on to the main ski between Roman Reigns and the Usos and Drew McIntyre and bro. And I got this fucking really wrong, bro. I thought this match was set up for Drew to fucking get the pin on Roman since it's a non-title match. Then he can look strong coming you know, towards that Wales fucking UK special fucking pay-per-view, whatever the fuck it is, premium event, right, called Clash in the Castle. It looks like a two-year-old fucking drew that shit, right? <laughs> it's a shocking name, Clash in the Castle. Like, seriously? Like, what the fuck,
6: bro? I've been talking to different people I podcast with. They're from the UK, and nobody's even heard that they're coming to the to over there for that. You know that? It's kind of scary.
5: Well, you know, it's funny. It's nearly sold out already, though, bro. I think it is sold out even.
6: Yeah, I don't know how. Like, who the fuck's flying in for it? Because I talk to local people, like, and they they don't even know they're coming. Like, they're not 100% like wrestling fans yeah. stuff like that, you know, either. But you think of something like huge event like that was coming to your area, and you don't get stuff like that very often, especially since COVID, that it would be like, I know, like, when NXT or WWE is coming to my local event, even if I hadn't seen the commercial for it on TV, it's like there's posters and all kinds of shit. But anyways, it is what it is.
5: No, you're right, because I, it's the same thing with me, man. When NXT came down here, I made sure I went. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. also, like, uh, like for example, fuck, man. that That just threw me off for a second. What, what, what were we talking about? What promotion were we talking about then, fucking previously?
6: I can't remember, man.
5: <laughs> Fuck. See, we're fucking... <laughs> I can't believe it. We're funny cunts, bro. But, uh, yeah, anyway, you're right. I know I was agreeing with you. That's a, that's all I'm, I can say to you, man, 100%, man. It is fucking... We've been doing shows, ladies and gents, all right? Give us, cut us some slack, all right? Come on. Jeez, man. Yeah,
6: like oh, yeah, Jimmy yeah. T's.
5: That's what I wanted to. I remember
6: Jimmy. Jimmy T's already stressing out about the hate mail he's going to get from the previous episode we just finished cutting about an hour ago. The uh, skirmish.
5: Oh, you mean the <laughs> Wednesday night fucking blazes?
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh.
5: <laughs> oh, the Wednesday night blazer. It's yeah, a blaze. It's a, Put it that way.
6: It, it's a blazing episode of the skirmish.
5: Absolutely blazing episode. I mean, just quietly, <laughs> just ch- check it out. I mean, hey, we mean well, okay? That's all we're saying. But oh, anyway, absolutely. let's get back to the main event, man. Roman Reigns and Uso surprisingly beat Drew. And what I wanted to say, actually, that reminded me just looking back to the matchup. I thought, you know, Drew would have got the pin so he could be built, you know, pretty strong. But that UK pay per view, whatever it is, it's meant to be a pay per view, right? It's going to be on, on the WB network or the Cock. Live. Yep. I'm assuming, yep. right? It's not a just it's not a show we're not gonna see. It is a legit premium event. Yep. All right, interesting. Shit name, but interesting, man. It kind of reminds me of when, you know, we had our pay-per-view down here, similar thing, you know, in the stadium at the MCG, you know, super showdown twenty eighteen. I was there, man. It was that was a pretty good show actually, like in terms of card. Like they brought, you know, a lot of the big names down here, man. But, uh, yeah, man, that's what this shit reminds me of, except this name is just, it's just yuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. And just the graphics is just even more horrendous.
6: Well, they probably sat down with a panel of people, and they had a list of names, and that's the name that got voted on the most. So that's what they ran with.
5: Oh, God, unbelievable. Who fucking who wrote this shit? Nah. Anyway... <laughs> To my surprise, I would have gotten a perfect score if Drew and RK Bro actually won the match. But instead, Roman Reigns and the Usos actually beat Drew McIntyre and RK Bro, which sort of uh, it puzzled me. It was a puzzling finish for me. But nevertheless, this was a fucking absolute crazy match, dude.
6: Yeah, there was a lot going on there, eh?
5: Absolutely, a lot. It reminded me of the old matchups between the Shield and you know, insert whatever three other guys that were going up against.
6: Actually, I put five points down for the uh, bloodline to win that one. Really? Yeah.
5: What pisses me off, though, about this is this is the match none of us all wanted to see anyway, man. What? Why did they end up from hyping the undisputed tag belts and unification happening to just pretending it never happened, dude, and then they make this match up? I don't understand why they were building all that shit For weeks, for nothing. What was all that built for?
6: Yeah, I have no clue, and that's kind of puzzling to me. Like, are they still going to... Like, RK-Bro's supposed to be coming to SmackDown this Friday to re-challenge for the unification match or something like that? I I really don't know, but I could picture the Usos actually winning it all just because, in my opinion, they're a legit tag team. Like, RK-Bro's been around for a while now, too, but to me, it's still just... Him and him, it's not like a team like the Usos, you know. So, rightfully so, in my opinion, I think the Usos should take it. But that's just my opinion.
5: No, no, I agree with you 100% because they are a legit fucking tag team, unlike RK Bro. And let's be honest, anyway, this RK Bro thing is not going
6: to last for too much longer, surely. Even though they're pretty over, though. Yeah, they are. And and actually, when they won the belts back, this is a rarity for me to do once again i said fuck yeah when i was on the couch and i don't even know why but when they fucking re-won the titles i it actually <laughs> fucking made me pop on my couch
5: <laughs> Well, man it's making our listeners pop too if you can hear in the background i mean geez they agree with you bro but you're right it was hey, man it was a great match dude no doubt about it it was a fun match it was the fun match of the night, easily. But I still think Cody, Seth was just the benchmark of the whole show and a benchmark set very fucking high from the get-go.
6: Yeah, it was hard to follow. But I think they did follow it pretty good with everything. But there, that was definitely the standout match of the night for me, for sure, hands down. And I'm so, so super surprised that that was the match opener because I had it as, I think, uh almost... No, no, Madcap versus uh, Happy Corbin. I think that's what I had as the curtain joker.
5: Really? Yeah, I would have thought that too. I thought that placement of that match was sort of very wrong, man.
6: It was, but <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Hard to say. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, what I did like about this event, though, before we go,
5: is that it, it was only six matches, it was under just under three hours. It flowed very well, and that's it, man. I mean, you know, we went home happy, pretty much, or went to sleep happy, whatever you want to say. Nonetheless, I'll give you this pay-per-view. Say, if I had to give it a grading, That'd be minus. Uh,
6: yeah, I'm right about there with you on that one too. In my area, I don't know how, you but it ended a few minutes under three hours and it cracked right into the, the Cody Rhodes broken skull sessions. And, uh, Perfect I just,
2: <laughs> I just
6: fucking sat there and just kept watching.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too, man. And I did, I enjoyed the, the broken skull ranch with Cody, no doubt about it, man. But he's just so like, I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm a fan of Cody's, you know, I'm not going to shit on him like others do, you know what I mean, right now. I was shitting on him in AEW though, but he had every right to be shat on. You know what I'm saying? Cause, you know, he he essentially asked for it. But in WB he just seems like he belongs, man. And I'm happy for him. So let's just hope they keep the fucking they keep the way and not fuck him up and not overdo him too.
6: Well here's the thing that I'm I was talking to somebody about earlier. I don't remember who it was, but uh they've been posting a lot of pictures of Seth and Becky together, like backstage and stuff. Oh, yeah,
5: I've seen, right. Yep.
6: And their outfits are sort of melding together a little bit and stuff like that. Ugh. I wonder if they're actually going to bring Brandy into WWE and try it, to do mate. like a oh. like a mixed tag type of thing.
5: Oh, I hope not, dude. <laughs> because if they do that shit, then not only does it destroy Seth, it destroys Cody too, especially Cody because of freaking Brandy. I hope not, man.
6: I, I think it would bring it down up. a little bit, because like, to me, when The Miz and his wife were against Edge and the Glamazon, I think that brought right. them down, but they both popped right back up afterwards. I was just curious if they're going to try and do something this is like that.
5: Different. But this this is way different, because the thing about uh Beth Phoenix, everyone loves Beth Phoenix anyway, you know what I'm saying?
6: Yeah, that is very true. People yeah, very fucking true.
5: absolutely hate fucking brandy you know what i mean and uh and oh no i just don't want to picture it
6: don't want to picture it at all do you picture brandy rhodes as yoko ono of wrestling
5: oh god oh god (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck no i hope not
3: that's not (laughs) i'm
5: telling you dude no fucking hell no wonder why fucking what's his name got killed just saying (laughs) <laughs>
6: i'm just i'm just saying john lennon got shot to shut the fucking yoko ono up yep, yep. he got killed for fucking her bro
5: seriously yeah nah i'm fucking around but it wouldn't surprise me because oh no seriously no oh no please the fucking so Yuko you- can go and get fucko, in my opinion. <laughs> nah, fuck that shit.
6: <laughs> so you don't you don't fuck picture me. that as a future strategy for something? Because you know, as good as Cody's doing, WWE does have a tendency of fucking some stuff up.
5: And they're not just too on purpose. That's what's funny, bro, with Cody. Yeah. Like with all but the it- pyro and all that shit, they know that's what gets him booed. But for whatever reason, in WWE. It's like, yay, Cody, woo, love you.
6: Well, in a way, for some of the people, it's almost like a victory to get Cody over to WWE from AEW, you know?
5: Well, it is, and it should be taken that way, man, because it, it was a big get, bro, for sure.
6: Yeah. I'm looking forward to when Chris Jericho comes back to WWE for his retirement round.
5: Oh, he will. There's no doubt about it. Actually, I'll put money in not only Jericho, but I dare say Moxley too, bro yeah yeah i'm telling you do not be surprised man don't don't worry about what they say in their little fucking podcast and whatnot man it's just they're just man it, they're working too bro in many ways like i just i feel like the 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 fucking Moxley and he's and his feelings towards wb doesn't feel as real as fucking cm punk and wb you know what i mean and his feelings towards him i just feel there's yeah. something up man
6: Like, CM Punk's so anti-WWE when he was doing that commentary uh, show. Like, he wouldn't even let WWE pay him. He had to be paid through, like, the the network that had him on. Yeah. Right. It had to
5: be through Fox Sports.
6: Yeah. He didn't want to touch anything to do with them. Like, he's legit. Fuck WWE.
5: Legitly, bro. And fuck, I get it. But fuck, yeah. But anyway, fuck CM Punk (laughs) for now. But, uh but titles man <laughs> tell them where they can find you bro i think it's a perfect fucking end i mean it was a quick fucking 46 minute recap of backlash and a quick little review i mean those six matches so there's no need for it to be fucking an hour and a half pretty much you know what i'm saying
6: yeah it wasn't a two night pay-per-view like wrestlemania or anything
5: and it didn't sound like it went for five hours a piece either
6: yeah though <laughs> oh, i loved it the just ending saying. on night one was amazing but oh, it was. was just way too much wrestling, man. I had a couple hours of SmackDown, then the Saturday night show, the Sunday night show, then fucking Monday night Raw, and oh my god, my wife was ready to kill me. <laughs> oh
5: god, that makes two of us.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on this little show called Talk Hard on Thursday nights, 10:30 PM Eastern Standard Time on Podbean. Tomorrow, we're doing a show called Who's Your Mama? Me and my co host Q Bella are going to be going over uh, Adam's first wife, Lilith, and Adam's second wife, Eve, and what happened in the Garden of Eden. So, totally nothing to do with wrestling, but it is what it is. It's
5: a round of applause, bro. It doesn't matter if it has nothing to do with wrestling. Sometimes that's a good thing, bro. Believe me. But, just like he said, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at the PwC Network and also at DJ Effects. More importantly, please like and subscribe at the Network.podbin.com, where you can find all our shows right here on the PwC Network. Also, like and subscribe at channelattitude.com where you can find me and whoever on the Uncaged Rampage show on channelattitude.com brought to you by Hamin Media Group. So in saying that, Tuttles, I'm Jimmy T, he's Tuttles, and you've been listening to the PwC Backlash review show right here on the PWC network. Peace. Later, peeps. Drew
0: McIntyre sending stuff flying. My pencil's gone. You haven't taken a note since you worked here. And now Drew McIntyre. We expected chaos, panic, and disorder. And McIntyre gonna deliver. And from behind, Jimmy Uso. Glasgow kiss. Helping his cousin Reigns and Reigns now, McIntyre to the table! Roman Reigns with the Yonagi. putting McIntyre to the table. Bottom. Incoming, Jey Uso! And Reigns with the right, and McIntyre as well, and here we go, exchanging blows, middle the too many men can stand toe-to-toe with the Tribal Chief and live to tell the tale, but McIntyre doing just that. Reigns with a knee to the midsection. McIntyre to the corner, explodes out hard. Through again. The Scottish Warrior. And a great throw by McIntyre. Reigns sent halfway across the ring. McIntyre, neck breaker. And Cousins to the rescue. Neck breaker and a kick up by the big man this is looking like Friday night all over again now madcap moss picking up speed oh, and there's that explosiveness you talked about earlier shot out of a cannon madcap moss rolling stalking and now the intensity's picked up as well as Moss tackles corbin outside the ring unlike the previous match there are count outs in this match tonight oh as corbin is driven into the post Big from from Madcap Moss. Now they got to be uh, cognizant of the official who's at a count of six now. Even though Moss is fired up, he's got to get Corbin back in the ring, and he does. Thumbs up all around Rhode Island for Madcap. Moss driving his shoulders into the midsection of Corbin. Still wearing suspenders. Knee right to the mouth.
6: Where did that come from?
0: The suspender line. Oh, and look it! Moss catching Corbin and a fall away slam! Ooh. I mean Charlotte's body destroyed those candles kind of sticks. Look at the look at the one stick. I mean oh wait a minute. Charlotte now just with the camera off the shoulder of the cameraman and tossed it at Charlotte. And Charlotte's like, I gotta get away from this woman into the wwe universe ronda and charlotte and charlotte trying to cover up and ronda rousey lefts and rights to charlotte now the knees to the midsection rousey doing what she does best now charlotte trying to fight back and now trying to retreat sold out here tonight providence rhode island wrestlemania backlash Easy. I I wanna find out! even stronger styles and edge we thought aj styles would back down you are very much mistaken emotionally fused aj styles wanting to tear edge apart edge said he wanted the pit bull aj styles he wanted aj styles at his best he might be regretting that now Remember, this started as a matchup that AJ Styles just wanted to compete against Edge, who he respected. AJ Styles never anticipated the sinister turn this conflict would take. Yeah, the outside, oh! Styles just launching Edge into the barricade here at ringside. Veteran Styles, knowing the rule book breaks the officials' count. Look out! Oh! Face first into the table. Oh! Lashley able to get both boots up just in time. And again, throwing hammer fists right between the eyes of Omos. swarming oh. back with whatever offense is available. Bobby Lashley bringing it to Omos. No fear of staying right in the pocket and slugging away. And I don't know if this was Lashley's strategy, but it's smart if he's trying to drag the big man into the deep oh. waters. Oh. Trying to exhaust Omos. Listen, Lashley, I don't know if this is smart. I don't know if this is even possible. It's not possible. Robbie Lashley looking to hoist up the 400-plus pound frame of Ovas. Oh, it's a one-shot. One, one big, heavy right hand from Amos. Rollins oh! 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 oh, strikes down low. Rhodes with the recovery. Nobody up and over Rollins in the corner. Oh! Power slam connects. Again, Rollins favoring the lower back. Beautiful clothesline over the top from Cody Rhodes. Seth sent to the outside. The wheels are spinning in the mind of the American nightmare. Cody Rhodes picking up speed, taking flight. Oh! Nobody home. Strategy still in the mind of Seth Frickin' Rollins, one step ahead. Cody was able to mitigate the impact of his own landing, but here comes Rollins! Oh! Rollins got caught by Rhodes! Oh, Oh. Cody Cutter, that could be it. Shoulders down, one, two, just.
3: Cody Rhodes, congratulations. Another victory over (laughs) Seth Rollins tonight. Now, of course, you
0: were the surprise opponent at WrestleMania 38. You got the win. Now, Seth Rollins has had a lot to say from then to now. Now, tonight, getting the win here in Providence, Rhode Island, in the dunk. In the dunk. How validating was that for
3: you? Well, I have a long history with the dunk, for those who know about Botramania or any of these stories. People just look it up, Cody Rhodes, the dunk. I had one of the worst matches of all time in this arena, so tonight to have a successful outing, to, to be able to feel the people to hear this is awesome, to just, just be out there in, in that moment, and the fact that this was WrestleMania backlash, this could have been where I fall off. This could have been where the honeymoon phase was over. It it, it truly could have been, and I think there's some people here, especially some of the wrestlers in various locker rooms, who maybe don't want this to keep going, but it's going to keep going. I have a specific goal that we literally talked about. Like, this is unfinished business for me, and I just, oh, I have to get it done. Now, I'll be honest, I'm not incredibly stoked about a roll-up victory and having to grab his tights because he grabbed... I was gonna say, it seemed like you may have stole a page from Seth Rollins' hey, book. to steal a page from the American Dream before they loved me, I was as bad as they come. I totally know how to play this game. Totally. And he... Turnabout's fair play. Uh, I didn't get caught. Uh, he half-assed did, and it was able to secure the victory, and that's what this is about. I said it at the end. I did the generic symbol for, I want the belt, I want the title, because it's real. That's what I want. And uh, to be able to get two on him, I think we can walk away on this one. I really think Seth's an amazing, amazing superstar wrestler. I absolutely do. I cannot wait to see what he's done next. He's been to the top of the mountain. He's kicked my face in. Just beat me half to death, but not actually beat me. So what he does now, good luck. Absolutely good luck. I'm moving forward. I'm moving on. I'm very excited to see what that is. Uh, maybe the WWE fans, the WWE universe, pro wrestling fans, whatever we're saying, maybe they can tell me, but I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome match. Congratulations. So are we gonna fist mode? Of course. There it is, we yeah, did yeah. it. That's the we did it. I'm gonna get out. out. Oh yeah, uh, get- it. Oh one more thing, one more thing. It's Mother's Day. Oh so I forgot to call mom. Happy Mother's Day, to Mom. My wife, of course I call her, but happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I love the moms. I'm
2: here for the moms. <laughs>
4: right now. Yeah, I'm feeling like a Mack truck going downhill. The people on the sidelines screaming, slow down, but you can't kill my vibe. I'm a head case and I'm leading the parade. Riding up the maniacs, let them out to play. Once you get a taste, do you never be the same. Bring the creatures to life. My- misfits and all the people on your shit list and now we're blowing you a big kiss cause we don't need you now i'm a little foreign heading out of your side you're me a grave cause they wish i just died Tell me to a ghost i don't too high and you can't kill my vibe And slow down, but you can't kill my vibe. Oh, hello, Ding dong. hello?
1: Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, Infidel.
2: Hello, this is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up to date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart. Never Walmart keep gaming, and keep listening to the Video Game Connection.
0: The PwC Network. What the world is watching and listening to